Welcome to Make Pods Great Again. I'm your host, John Woolley, content creator for the Instagram page, Make Wads Great Again. Welcome back live from Baltimore. We're still in the home of the Ravens, God forbid. I, I, I get nauseous when I even say that out loud. It's tough. That's I know. A tough one. So Nikki and I are here. We have a special guest today. Hi. This is very exciting. John David, you guys know him on the gram, the gram. as Obese to Beast. Yeah. I guess you know that on the tube as well, right? The tube on the gram. The YouTube. On the twits. The tw- the tw- <laughs> You're making them twits. I mean, you, you guys call him Obese to Beast. Mm-hmm. We just call him Obese. No, we don't <laughs> call him they Obese. They just call me idiot. No. I don't know why. <laughs> we have we've had, we've had way too many Johns in our life this week. I know, I know. It's, been, it's been wild. John, John, this John is John, weekend. John, yep. John. Need, I've like referred to like the you know obese the to beast or like the Johns or <laughs> John David or like you know mm-hmm. um, fit John, strong John. You guys can just decide which one is which. <laughs> I am neither. So, <laughs> are you going to talk about John though, or just you? Oh, 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 oh just you, just oh, you, okay, just you. Fine. Fine. <laughs> yeah, if, it'd be. Uh, uh, Poor mobility, John, and even worse mobility. One, well, you guys can decide who's who. No, I'm, we, we, I'm worse. <laughs> uh, yeah. Man, that was a stupid test. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I knew. So we uh, we had the uh, basic. What was it like? An assessment. It was. A, it was like a mobility it, right? assessment. It was a humiliation assessment. That's what it was. What it was. <laughs> for, for both of us, it was because they were like, "Okay, so you're going to take your shoes off, and you're going to do an <laughs> overhead squat, just like with no bar or anything like that." And I was like, I was this nice girl always like doing the assessment for me, and I was like, okay, you're gonna, this is gonna be the worst score you've ever seen, and I was right. You, no, were, she's, you were she absolutely lied, she right. One hundred percent lied to me and said, oh, and it's not the worst one I've ever seen. I'm like, thank you for lying to me. I look uh, over and you were like folded in half, oh, yeah. parallel you, to the floor, yeah, like hands good. out in front of you. Yeah, it like, was, ooh. it was not good. Uh, so that was fun. That was a fun start to the weekend. Yeah, it was good. I would just like to point out that I got an A plus in my mobility yeah, you assessment. Did you? I did. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You, what is an A plus? Like seventy? Um, no, right? it was almost eighty, like seventy six percent or something. Is it? What was it out? Was it out of a hundred? Yeah, but they said that most people were scoring like fifty ish, fifty five. Yeah. What did I get? Forty six? <laughs> no, no, you got. <laughs> I think you got forty seven because I got. 47. I got forty eight. Okay. I'll never forget my score because it was one point under my age. There you go. Uh, that, that makes so much sense to me. I yeah. felt I felt like they were trying not to laugh as I was doing the movements. Like I, they're eyeballing me, and I'd see them like talking back and forth. I'm like, are they are they trying to hold back laughter? Like are they snickering see, at me? I that's could... just us being insecure. That's what that is. No, I was laughing too. <laughs> <laughs> I was very insecure. Particularly, it made us do these uh, one legged squats. Oh gosh. That I, I thought they were going to ask. Me, I thought they were going to ask me to do a pistol, which I can do pistols, but I was not prepared to do pistols. Like you get mentally prepared to have to do a pistol. You can't yep. just drop and do right. a pistol. Well, and physically you know? prepared. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. And we need about thirty minutes of mobility. <laughs> uh, you know, I need to wear lifters and right. inside the lifters, and you put versa lifts so my you your know, lifters have a I'm, lift. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then maybe, and then put knee sleeves on, of course, and then maybe throw myself down there and just maybe get to I got to wear my parallel. belt just because. <laughs> yeah, you know? I need a hype man. I need somebody slap me on the back. You know, it's terrible. You can do it. Yeah, come on. Anyway, so yeah, you guys did a great job at that mobility assessment. (laughs) But it was cool because then they gave us like a custom program. Yeah, no, that 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 was cool. And like, I mean, I I told her I was like, it's gonna be bad, and she was like, okay. And then I did it. And then so the first part was all like lower body, ankles, you know, overhead squats, and then it was like kind of pistols. They were a little funky, but. 
Uh, and then it was upper body, and I did much better on that. You did. And so that's where I redeem myself. <laughs> <laughs> I probably would have been like a 30 if, oh. <laughs> if I didn't have at least a slightly mobile upper, upper body. So yeah, that, that was good. That was interesting. I killed the push-up. I got 100 on the push-up test. Oh, me thank, too. Thank God. I was like, man, if I when they go, all right, do a push-up, I'm like, this I know I can do. Yeah. So I was I, like, oh, yeah, all right. Let's go. You I, want 30? I, I took 30? some pre-workout before. I was yeah. like, I'm going to get a sick pump right now. So yep. small, I, bro. I overemphasized. They're like, you can stop. I'm like, no, no, no. These no, look no, good. No, 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 no. I'm going to keep going. I feel like you need to see some more. <laughs> <laughs> you probably don't know yet, but I'm really good at these. <laughs> also, I need to take my shirt off for this. Sorry yeah. about that. <laughs> well, look, they, they scored every portion. So, like, the, the core function and, um, you know, from your shoulders to knees – I was like in the in the seventies and eighties, but my ankles were like sixteen. Yes, yeah, yeah. You know, so that destroyed my score. I'm pulling mine up right now. I'm not looking at mine again. I'm just yeah. going to remain in disbelief for as long as I can, <laughs> and then I'm going to. Uh, I told myself this was a wake up call. You ever seen that episode in? Uh, I think it was in the Avengers when they when they tell uh, Peter Quill he's fat. Yeah. When, when Thor shows up and he's like, "All right, this Dude, is a wake up call. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm hit, gonna I'm gonna hit the Bowflex. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna, I'm gonna yes. go home. I'm gonna hit the Bowflex. That was such a good part. So good. It's true though. It's a wake up call for me. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna start working on my ankle mobility. And I think they were right about that. I think you know the ankles certainly affect so many of, oh, other dude. parts of your body. And yes. if I am truly that crappy and ankle mobility, which I've got to believe I am. If otherwise, they wouldn't give me a crappy score. I mean, they don't know me to hate me. Yeah, maybe they do. I don't <laughs> maybe know, they do. Maybe they follow you. Maybe yeah. they listen to this podcast. Maybe. And, like we're going to get this guy. We're going to ruin this guy's self esteem so hard today. <laughs> Mission accomplished. <laughs> yeah. So, uh. so yeah, I'm going to start doing that. I am legit uh, going to maybe have to do Ramwad or at a minimum, like do more yoga or something. Yeah, I don't know. that's a good idea for all of us. The thing that's that I've noticed with like ankles is it's it's not like a oh just stretch you have to be very pointed at working on yeah. your ankles because like most stretches even in Ramwan and I mean I've talked to them about it like you can't really do much with just like body weight with your ankles you kind of have to have like a band or mm-hmm. something else to really force some change there um, and so that's that's my issue is like because I do Ramwad pretty relatively frequently. But a lot of it's like opening the hip. Recently, I haven't been. I've been I've been bad. But like there was a good stretch time where I did it. I was doing it every day for a long time, um, and it helped a lot of things. But my ankles still. It's like there's only so much you can do. Like there's like dragon pose, which is you're kind of stretching your ankles, you know. But it's a lot of like what helped me a lot was when I would do the. Uh, the like old school Kelly Strat stuff, yeah, which was like the distraction, like wrap. It's I think they call it the mulligan. So you like wrap it around, wrap a band around the rig, and then you put it on your ankle, and then you step forward, and yep. the band's like pulling back. And because a lot of people, there's actually a bone, I guess, in your ankle. It's called like the talus bone. That like I think I definitely have it protruding a little bit, and if it's protruding, it stops your ankle from basically like, flexing, so you can actually get down there. So if you do that, it like helps, and that helped me a lot. I remember when I first ever did one of those, I was like, oh my gosh, like, because I so when I first started uh, lifting and like working out, obviously one, I didn't know what I was doing, I didn't know anything. Fair. And so you know, I, I had like the the passive being like super overweight and stuff like that, and so I think that. That had that has been the reason. Can you not cough? When I'm, I'm talking? sorry. Okay. I've had Fran so lungs. <laughs> I like tried she, to pull it, point the no, mic away. She's just upset that her notifications aren't going off. Yeah, I have my so. phone. I have my phone on loud. I'm sorry. I've had Fran lung ever since that 2,000 meter row that we did. Yeah, <laughs> this is gonna be a really good podcast. Yeah. 
sweet baby Jesus. Uh, Sorry, were you talking? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, was, I was trying to tell a story, but it's fine. Um, no, but so when the like the reason I think my ankles are so <clears throat> poor um, was when I was really overweight. I used to skateboard everywhere, and like three hundred pounds, three hundred plus pounds skating. That's a lot of like pressure. a lot of pressure, and then falling, and then like the little. And I played football as well. Um, not in high school because I got made fun of it and I was a little baby. But uh, I played like flag football growing up. I got like, I I got, it, this is crazy. And it blows my mind to even think about. I got MVP two years on my flag football team and I was the center and a lineman. What? MVP. What I, were you I, doing? I just, I always tried really hard in practice. Like, really hard i like, really cared about it. like this is like a a rec football league right like no one actually cares i cared all right uh-huh so i tried really hard and then during games i i, I did really well like i was because like in that you play defense and offense. Wait, how like, old were you i was like six to ten yeah, so, yeah. Aww. yeah it's just a 300 pound six-year-old just bowling <laughs> yeah, no. just bowling <laughs> over these trying kids. so hard though <laughs> so i wasn't 300 pounds yet but i was like 200 and i wanted to play pop warner which is like tackle with yeah pads, yeah, yeah. But i was over the weight limit right. and i was like yeah i can't lose weight so i'm not gonna do that but uh so like playing football and stuff like that i think i just my ankles have been so many micro like like yes, trauma, that you know? matters. Yeah, so I think that that's a reason why. And so, but when I first started working out, I wasn't doing like CrossFit or anything like that. I was just doing regular bodybuilding. And I remember I tried to squat one day, and I was like, "Well, can't do that." <laughs> like I was just like, check it off the list. I, just, I literally, like, yeah, I did it one day, and I was like, "Well, my body can't do that." And I, I didn't know that mobility was a thing. Like I literally, I just didn't know that stuff, right? Yeah. Like I didn't realize. If your squat is bad, you can work on it and make it better. You know, is my squat ever going to be as good as yours, Nikki? Probably not. Probably not. What do you mean? Yeah, you know what I mean. And that's just being realistic, but it doesn't mean that it can't get a little bit better. Totally. Um, and so that's like, but at the same time, with working on that stuff, one like mobility is boring. Like so boring, and and it's painful. Like yeah, it's if not you're, pleasant. If you're rolling out your your calves, like that is some of it. Like it makes me sweat. Like I remember I got a. Uh, a sports massage by someone at our gym Ooh. that works there. I was sports massage. Yeah, yeah I know, I, right? <laughs> quote unquote, yeah, air quotes. Yeah. Sports massage. Yes. Um, but she was like using her elbow yeah. and digging into my quads and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I was. Sweating. I can't. I'm such a baby oh. when it comes to that stuff. Like it's bad. Well, well if I can say, John, you have really nice ankles. Just yeah, <laughs> yeah. I Nikki's here flexing on how nice yeah, her ankles no, are. My ankles like, are really. I mean, she's like, look at how flexible these no, ankles it is are. One of those things. One like, of them. I got. Than I got other. some <laughs> thick boy ankles. Yeah. Like with three. With three C's. Yo. And so a lot of times, like a lot of shoes, a lot of CrossFit shoes, or even just shoes in general, like a lot of them, they're just too tight. Like I have white-ish feet. They're not like cinder blocks in there but like <laughs> they're they're wide enough to where some shoes are uncomfortable yeah. right and so you know we're here in baltimore with under armor right like doing the thing and they have the new tri-base reins and they have like that construction that's like a sink like there's no laces or yeah, there are exactly. laces but it's like it's it's it a almost sock feels like, like a sock right? yeah and a lot of times shoes like that i can i just can't wear like uh so the new uh the new nike reacts the mm-hmm. nike react metcons are like the sock I tried them on. I went to a Nike store because I was like, I like to do reviews sometimes on my second channel. So I like, I usually try and get all the sh- the new shoes that people care about so I can make a video about them. And I tried them on. And I, I mean, it was like, like I was trying to like <laughs> wrench them on my foot. Like Nuh-uh. I was like, oh dude, it was bad. Really? So I, I, I love got, I that fin- fly knit 
upper construction. I finally, I'm all about it. Well, those ones, and they're different. They're not just regular flyknit. Because usually it's a little bit more, has a little bit more That's give. give, yeah. This thing, it's like, I got it on, and I stood up, and I was like, yeah, there's no way I'm going to yeah, wear these. Yeah. Like, they, it was so uncomfortable. So the, but the, uh, the new tri-base is like, they have that material, or at least that kind of sock-like thing, but the material is very stretchy. Yeah, I love these. So you can just like open it up and get your foot in there. Uh, but yeah, so I the reason I was saying that was because like I I look at people's ankles and when they're like small, I'm like must be nice. So I just got <laughs> check these out dumb ankles, fat ankles. <laughs> like I got the, I got cankles. I think and, like, you have really nice ankles. I, you don't have I, ankles. I, I see appreciate some you bone in there. John like, Davis, like <laughs> there's a bone little, in there somewhere. There's some definition right there. He's walking around looking at ankles like Amish poor, and he's like, look, <laughs> yeah, oh look baby, at look, wow. look at that. Check out dumb ankles. And then people wearing long socks. I'm like, man, that's not fair. I just want to. You're depriving the world of that <laughs> yeah, angle not, show. It's not okay, man. <laughs> well, we, we just kind of jumped into this, like the whole world knows you, and that we think they do because you're way more famous than than <laughs> me and Nikki would Put ever together. dream would dream of being. I'm very famous. You could just get recognized and on the street, like <laughs> yeah. people just. Uh, Actually, our hotel rooms do smell of rich mahogany. They do. Dude, these they do. hotel rooms are wild. And why I have are a, we here? We, I don't know. we have leather bound books. We, we do. do. They literally do. gave us a journal that I was like, oh, that's cool. I don't, they yeah. like delivered it to me I'm like not a, in yeah. a black box. Like, I, I told was like, them, what the hell is do this? Do I look like someone who writes? I mean, I, dude, my I don't even know how to read. So I know. Bad. Yeah, oh, God. so bad. So when I write, I'm, I'm even like, what did I write there? <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> well, but so to give you an introduction to my audience, which I think most everybody knows you, but so John David's uh, page, you've had a quite a kind of, I'll call it a dramatic weight loss journey. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, is how you so, built your following. It's amazing. Yeah, so, yeah, I guess a little bit about me for people that might not know. Besides your ankles. Yeah, besides, right, right. My, besides my poor ankle mobility, which you guys all know, know now. So if you see me squatting, just be like, good for him. Good for him. Um, He's trying. <laughs> um, so I used to be 360. I mean, honestly, I think I was heavier than that, but I just don't know. I didn't weigh myself. So I'm, I'm probably closer to 400 uh, pounds, and I, you know, I lost all that weight. And so now I, and that, that's been like, so I was 20 years old when I was at my heaviest and, you know, I always, I kind of tell the story of like, I wasn't living, I was just existing at that size. Like it's, it really is like a prison where I, I always, growing up and stuff, like I always felt like I shouldn't be as big as I was. Like not because, I mean, my habits, yes, I should have been, but like mentally I always felt like I was, like I said, just trapped in this body. Um, And so I... At my heaviest, I got up to you know 360 or more pounds at 20 years old, and I actually had quite a big like scare. Um, I was invited to a wedding, and I, so I live in San Diego. The wedding was in Utah. We drove. That like, that scares me when it happens to me too. I don't like going to weddings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Terrible scare. Yeah. Mostly because I don't like to cry on Saturdays. Yeah. That's my real problem. Just yeah. every other night of the week. My, yeah, pretty much. My brother got married recently, and I I had a speech or whatever, and that was fine. But my mom gave a speech. Oh my gosh, I was bawling uh-huh. my eyes out. But the thing that was funny was she's talking about my brother, and she couldn't like she was like kind of tearing up, so he ended up holding the mic for her. Aww. He wasn't crying. At all, oh, so, no, no, no. I was just, this is just a, in the back, like ah. I was in the front. Everyone could see me, and I was just bawling. No, my th- eyes that's out. not why I cry at weddings. I cry because they're ruining my Saturday. Yeah, yeah. You know, I should be yeah, watching I football, be doing something else. So many other why things I could be doing. Yeah. So, but yeah. So I I was invited to this to this wedding, and when you're that big, one, I mean, we all know like finding clothes 
to be when you're that size, it was hard. So that was like a struggle. That was like annoying, more of an annoyance than anything. We go on this trip, and I'm not drinking any water. I'm eating just a bunch of crap food, drinking tons of soda. We get there, and something about like when I was at my heaviest, again, I was 20 years old. Like I always thought about my my death, my own death, hmm. like because I was afraid that I was going to have a heart attack. Like, I really was afraid of that. Like, I remember I would, I hated being anywhere alone because I was like, if I have a heart attack or something, no one's here. Truly, I felt like that. 20 years old. Wild. What a, what a, um, like a mental prison. Yeah, you know, it was, you feel like you just can't, there's so many things you can't do and it's not that you feel like you just literally can't. Like, I worked at the Van Shoe store at my heaviest and I would only, they only, you only did four hour shifts. It's a part-time job, right? I would be in so much pain. Like, my feet would be hurting. So, and this was before, like, now Vans makes, like, these nice, comfy shoes. But it was, soles. Yeah, it was yeah. when they just had regular Vans. You know, not conducive to being 300-plus pounds climbing up and down ladders. I remember <laughs> right. I fell off the ladder one day, and my boss was like, <laughs> he just, like, oh, looked at me like, are you okay? And I was like, I'm fine. He's like, oh. Because the, the He's ladders, like, but there, how's the ladder? Is the ladder <laughs> yeah. okay? The ladders had like a three hundred pound weight limit, way above that. Right. Uh, but so I so I remember I always kind of had death on my mind. Like a, <laughs> that sounds really morose, but it was like something I thought about, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. And when we got to Utah, thirteen hour drive, I went to get out of the car, and I like I got like really lightheaded, and like kind of like almost like fell back into the car. And like my friends noticed it, and they're like, "Is everything okay? Are you all right?" Um, and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I just haven't been drinking any water. I have a headache, I think. You know what I mean? I kind of made a bunch of excuses for them. But in, internally, I was like, what is going on? Like, yeah. I was super freaked out. Luckily, it was nothing serious. It was probably just honestly that. But it it freaked me out. The whole trip, I was just stressing. Like, it, it's something wrong Like, am me. I about to die? Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, you know, we do the wedding. Everything's fine and dandy or whatever. We come back, and then the the wedding photos come out. And I see the pictures of myself and, like, how big – I was wearing a 5XL shirt. And even that shirt, when I – it was a Rockerwear shirt. Yeah. (laughs) They were the only people that made clothes my size. I had to – I always had to go to Burlington Coat Factory. Yes, because they they don't, like, really make it anymore. So it's almost, like, wholesale, like, get rid of this shit. Yeah, and they have a huge – Burlington Coat Factory has a huge, big and tall section. Uh, So – but I was wearing a 5XL shirt. And even when I would sit down, like, the butt would pop open. Yeah. Um, And so – I remember I saw the pictures and I was just like, I don't want to see this anymore. You know what I mean? And then, so fast forward a few weeks. The, the reason I tell that story is because it, I think it really got me in the mindset of when I actually started losing weight. So like what I call it is my click moment was I was actually watching Miami Ink. And I have like, a, I have a couple tattoos and they were both on my forearms at the time. And I would, I would always kind of be like, man, I'd love to get tattoos on like my upper arm or like somewhere else, you know. But yeah. I was like, when I was that big, I was like, that ain't no one ever gonna see that, right, right, right. right. And I, it's just like I was like, I don't, I just, I just didn't see a point. I don't know for me personally. And a guy had come on. I was like binge watching it on Netflix. Uh, it's a great show, yeah. by the way. It, it, was, it was so good. It was fun to watch. Um, a guy had come on that had lost a lot of weight, and he was getting a tattoo to commemorate his weight loss. And I don't honestly, I don't even remember exactly what he said, but it was something along the lines of like it was habits and choices that he was making that made because they asked him, how did you lose the weight? So he's like, it was habits and choices that I was making that got me to be that size. And so I just needed to make better choices. And at that moment, like it just clicked to me like I can't 
blame anyone other than myself for the size that I am. Mm-hmm. You know, like there, I if I want to make a change, like I have to do it. As like silly as that sounds, like duh, but you get so caught up in like this is that I don't have a choice. It's just who I am. Right. This size. Like right. I even had shirts that said "Born to Be Big" on it. Like I. I was fully ex- I fully accepted the big guy. I'm the funny fat guy, right? That's that was my personality, that's who I was. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to make changes. And I remember <laughs> that night I was eating a <laughs> double entree plate of like orange chicken and fried rice and I had a large soda from Panda Express. Yeah. And I finished it cuz I was like, I'm not going to waste food. No, okay. But then know. I was like, tomorrow, like I'm making this change and like I I did. Like I remember I woke up the next day and like this it felt like I was like born again almost like I just mm-hmm. this weight was lifted off my shoulders because like in my head it was like I know I'm going to actually try this time because I tried to lose weight so many times before and I, <laughs> my mom when I was really young she bought Slim Fast when that was a thing yep and I remember I didn't know what Slim Fast was so I was like oh you just drink it and it helps so I would eat my normal food and, and drink, drink Slim yeah. Fast <laughs> yes so it was like totally works just adding uh, more calories you're just like yeah. bulking at that yeah, point it was just, yeah that's well, that's what I did that's why I have any muscle right now is because right. I bulked for 20 years yeah, um, yeah, exactly. all the Slim Fast <laughs> yeah, all just of been carb loading yeah, for this I've moment been, I was carb loading for a while um, but so I woke up that day and I remember I went and got a haircut I bought water <laughs> all I drank was soda and then I bought like sandwiches because I was like I don't know what's healthy but like this is better than what I was eating at the time and then that's kind of where everything started, and then one thing led to another, and now I'm in Baltimore. Wow. So you decided you weren't <laughs> going to uh, be the funny fat guy anymore. When did you decide to not be funny? <laughs> yeah, that was a uh, that was next. That's, that's been <laughs> that's been uh, building up over time. You know, I've just definitely good. been getting less funny as I got older. Good job. Yeah. Every, every with every pound that dropped off, you get less funny. You get less funny. Now I'm just like a, a yeah, not funny guy. <laughs> I'm sure when you first started, you were. Um, Seeing results quite drastically because mm-hmm. you were making some like you know big changes like yeah. you know incorporating water. Who, who would have thought? <laughs> God forbid. Uh, God no. forbid. I actually don't even do that now in my life. I just I've, mainline coffee constantly, I've and every so often I'm like, oh, I think I drink water on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. Wow, it's coffee water. Yeah. That's what I call it. Coffee yeah. water. Coffee water. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Um, but when did you make a shift from sort of? these initial changes that obviously saw your results because you were changing your entire lifestyle mm-hmm. to getting educated about nutrition and how that sort of took you to the next level. Yeah, that's that's actually a really good question. So, yeah, at first it was very much like making small changes, seeing big results. Like that's – I love working with people that are really, really overweight because – you can make like the smallest change. Like like for me, it was soda, right? Yes. Like I drank, I would drink a two liter soda every day. And as crazy as that sounds, it just had become normal for yeah. me, right? And so it was like these small changes that had made these drastic results. But then eventually I got to a point where, you know, I lost most of my weight. And then it was like, okay, if I want to lose this last little bit, like I had to be kind of more meticulous about it and understand things. So, you know, once I lost, like, it's hard to really pinpoint it because, I mean, it's all been such a, blur honestly but like once i like lost most of the weight i i got to a point where yeah there was like the little last little bit that i wanted to lose and then that's when i kind of started like really researching and understand understanding like calories and like tee and like understanding total daily energy expenditure how many calories do you need to eat in a day for your body like understanding that everyone's different and (laughs) <laughs> like finally being like, okay, dude, you don't have a slow metabolism or no metabolism. You were eating too much. Right. And um, so I think it was like once I had lost – honestly, like once I had lost most of the weight, 
And I I always say like the way that I did things, I would not recommend people to do it. Why like, that? Because I so I took it to an extreme that was uh, very unhealthy. So I struggled with binge eating for a while mm-hmm. there. Um, because so like it started with. I'm going to lose weight in a healthy way. So I called it the common sense diet at the very start. So I cut out soda, junk food, fast food, which was most of my diet. Um, And just kind of cut out things that anyone, no matter how much you know about nutrition, you know, like, this is unhealthy, you know. Mm -hmm. And then after I did that, it was like I started being like, okay, I'm going to cut this out. I'm going to cut this out. And then it, it became a game of. How little calories can I eat in a day? Oh, okay. And it got it got really dangerous, and the pendulum swung way, way the other yeah, direction. exactly. Yeah. And it was it became like a game of, I I started thinking to myself, I had this mentality of like, well, if I can do it for one day, I can do it. F- why can't I do it for more days? Mm-hmm. But it was like, if I can eat seven hundred calories today and live, I can why not just do that every time because mm. I'll lose weight faster, you know? And so it, it really became very, like, scary. Um, it sounds like it was something that you felt completely powerless about, right? So you had like no control yeah. when you finally took control. It was something that you could handle on your own yep. until it kind of controlled you. Yeah. Right. Like exactly. It's, just it's all an unhealthy it, relationship with food. Exactly. And I, I mean, I had a, a terrible relationship for so long, like, cause it went, it went from eating everything and f- food was my coping mechanism. It made me happy whenever I was happy, sad, mad, mm-hmm. whatever. Right. To then, I controlled it to where, like, it really got to a point where, like, right now where I am in my life, I know for a fact there's no way I would ever get as big as I was. There's just, I know what I would have to do to get there, and I'm, like, not interested, right? right? But when I was struggling with binge eating, that, that was scary. That was a thought that maybe it would happen because... I would I would do well, and I have quotes up, right? Because I would eat 700 calories for a few days, and then I would binge on five, six, seven thousand calories, mm. just eat anything and everything, to where it was like, why can't I stop? And when it was happening, I didn't know what binge eating was, so I just thought I was not dedicated enough, you know. Mm-hmm. And so it definitely like it was a control thing, like I could control food, and that's you know people with eating disorders, that's usually a big part of it is you feel like you're out of control with food or out of control with other things in life, you can control how much food you eat right. or don't eat, right. you know? And so I really struggled for a long time with that. And one, so it was actually, to answer your question about earlier, I, I wasn't sure if you guys wanted me to talk about like binge eating. It's kind of a deep thing. But yeah, like yeah. once I was struggling with binge eating, that's when I realized like I need to figure this out. Like, right, because right. This I need is, a system. This is not working. Yeah. And there's... There's the, my favorite word now is sustainability when it comes to dieting for people. When I'm helping someone that wants to lose a lot of weight, a lot of weight they always want to go from zero to 100. And I'm like, don't do that. You don't need to do that. It's a waste of time. You're going to lose a lot of weight and then you're going to put it back on. Right. That's what happens to everybody that does that. And so I am very lucky that it didn't happen because if I saw someone that was going down the path I went, I would almost 100% say they're going to gain their weight back. Mm-hmm. And as, you know, as maybe douchey as it might sound – like I would probably be right because I've seen it. This is what I do. I've mm-hmm. been doing it for seven years, you know? Um, and so once I started being like, okay, I need to figure out calories, macros, TDE, understand how many calories I should be eating, it gave me that like confidence and knowledge of, no, if you eat, you can eat 2,500 calories and still be fine. Right. Once I understood that and I actually started at eating more because I – 
I like to look at calories as a, as a weekly thing. So weekly, you know, if you're eating 700, 700, 5,000, 700, 700, 700, 6,000. Right. Like you're eating more calories than if you were just to eat like 2,000 calories a day or whatever. Yeah. And a lot of times like I would eat even more than that. Like I mean my binges would be insane. Like crazy amounts of food. Like you know? you're not even like it hurts you to keep putting food oh, in yeah, your body. Oh yeah, but I still did it. Like yeah. it just I couldn't stop myself. So um like once I started to like really try and deal with my binging um and learn because I did not want to be back to the size that I was. Right. You know, so I was like I need to figure this out and feeling out of control with the binging, I was like, this is obviously not the way. So that's kind of when I started learning more about nutrition and started learning more about training. Like I started doing like regular bodybuilding stuff, um, but just like learning more about that. And then I, f- then I really fell in love with all of those aspects, fell in love with training, fell in love with nutrition. I, I love nutrition so much. Like I'm not like one, I'm, I'm a very bare bones dude when it comes to nutrition. And I like for me, that's what works. And I think that for a lot of people that are trying to change their life, like that's the way to go because so many of us get caught up in trying to be perfect. Right. When really, man, you don't need to be perfect. Like, you just need to be better yeah, than you were. You just need to be better, especially yeah. when you have like massive amounts of weight to lose. Like if you're if you're watching these full day meetings from these CrossFit Games athletes, it's like you don't need to be anywhere near that. And you'll still see incredible results. Yeah. Once I realized that and it was like, dude, you don't need to be perfect. It really took a weight off my shoulders, you know? It sounds like you came to a lot of these realizations on your own, mm-hmm. which, you know, thank goodness you did because you were in such an unhealthy state. But what was your support system like mm-hmm. during that time? Did you find that you were trudging, trudging through alone? Could you lean on other people? Because I know you do a lot of that, letting people lean on you now. Yeah. So I, I had – I mean, my friends and family, they were always – the people that were so supportive, like they wanted, they knew, they saw how big I was and they, they were like, I don't want you to die. So mm-hmm. like whenever I would go on a diet, they were never the people that like, Oh, you're on another diet. They're always like, cool. Let's do go. this. Like yeah. I'm very, and I'm very lucky that I have that. Cause there's so many people that I talk to that don't, that mm-hmm. their family and friends are just like, Oh, okay, here we go. Or like, come on, just eat this. Just come out with us. Never had that. Mm-hmm. Like they were always like, we want you to lose this weight because they knew how much it affected me. And so I didn't have but, – but as far as, like, the nitty-gritty of that stuff, there, w- there wasn't really much as far as support goes. Like, there wasn't many people talking about it online. And so I think, like, subcon- – I've never had anyone ask me that question. But I think subconsciously, that's why I do what I do so mm-hmm. much is because I want people to understand, like, even with binge eating, there are so many people that go through that. And, like, you are not alone yeah. with that, you know? And, like, that's the thing with all of this stuff is, like, everyone – when you feel like you're alone, you don't bring it up. When you don't talk about it, you feel shame. And that's when you right. feel shame, you do those terrible things, you know what I mean? And so I was I was definitely, like – I, I kind of went through a lot of it alone. And I will say I'm kind of glad about that because it made me who I am now, mm-hmm. you know? And it made me want to do what I do now, which, you know, hopefully is helping others, you know? Um, but yeah, so I think that that's a big reason why I make the content that I do. And I'm like so passionate about like talking about this stuff because I want people to, to know that like, there's no, you're not alone in it and you're not weird because maybe you're struggling with binge eating or weird because you don't understand nutrition. Like that's most people I feel like. It just, it sounds exactly to me almost like a, like a, 
uh, AA kind of thing mm-hmm. where like, you know, food was your addiction. And if you're in it, um, you have a sponsor, you have someone who literally yeah. has gone through it because when you say, Hey, I relapsed or like, Hey, I had Chick-fil-A, I don't know, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Like it, it is shameful and mm-hmm. it makes you feel like you've ruined your efforts. But when you have someone like you, John, who's been through it, who can say like, no man, like I've been there and I know, like, look at me, I got back on the wagon or like, I didn't let it get me down. Mm-hmm. Like you you feel stronger mm-hmm. in your own decisions having someone behind you who has lived it and has the experience that can. So I don't understand why. I think we need to be better as a society about, you know, just like being okay with talking about it and accepting um, weight loss and people's personal health journeys mm-hmm. as, you know, as non-taboo as like, oh, I have an AA meeting, which is still very taboo to some people, don't get yeah. me wrong, but has become so much more mainstream. I think society, <clears throat> I mean, they get us on both sides, though. I don't know how often you guys get it, but I feel like I get it all the time where, you know, we'll, I'll at a work event because I'm in corporate America, you know, like, you know, they'll be ordering in pizza. Oh, you can't have any of this. Oh, all the time. Drives yeah. me crazy. I mean, I'm like, I are you kidding me? Like I'm going to smash that yeah. pizza. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, or you'll get the, oh, I've, you know, you can eat whatever you want. You know, oh, I'm like, I no, I can't. No, I can't. Like, I can't. Listen, bitch, if I smell a muffin, I can't button my pants tomorrow. I have to work so hard. I have to work really hard yeah. because I have a poor relationship with food, and mm. I'll totally binge on donuts all yeah. day if given the opportunity. Like, mm. it's a mental game. It really is. I I did a post once about oh, there's a, there is an Overeaters Anonymous group, and uh, I did a post once that said I find their name really ironic because there's nothing anonymous about being an overeater (laughs) and i got roasted for it and i didn't intend it to you know it wasn't body shaming which i think has become you know it's like the big hot topic for people now you know like you just you you have to be body positive you know i'm not even sure i completely know what that means but um and you know it wasn't my intent like the intent was you know you're fat (laughs) like like i don't even mean that as a joke it's just like it's not anonymous and it's right back to your point which is like that's a moment for people where they can't like you look in the mirror and and i know there's you know a big group of people that fall into the segment that are like oh how do i get out of this like Mm -hmm. how do i do it and that's you know why i love your page and and your channel is that I think you're making a real difference in people's lives of telling them how to do that as opposed to just, hey, look at what I did for mm-hmm. myself, you know, yeah. which is important. How long have you so how long have you been running the YouTube channel and the Instagram page? Wait, pause so I can cough. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Make it a oh good one. God. Make it a good Ooh, one, Fran. Good Come one. on. <coughs> Are you guys? I'd be more impressed with your Fran cough had you worked harder. We rode that's, that's, I that's ran all. at six AM. I did that. <clears throat> I'm sick. I've been traveling since the Mayhem Classic. Mm-hmm. Things are good. All right. Let's Continue, struggle. please. It uh, would be easier if we actually cut shit out of this podcast, but we don't. We just record it and then put it up. That takes all the charm out. Yeah. I'm a little sad Bean's not here to like meow and put his butthole in your face. Like, <laughs> John, go there ahead. There we go. All right. I, I've been doing it, I, would, I think, like for about five years. Um, maybe four like four or five um so i started the instagram first and like literally the reason i started the instagram was because i felt bad that i was posting so much like fitness stuff on my main one because <laughs> like if you were like what is going on here why is he posting workouts um and this was like when instagram wasn't what it is now it was a little different then you know there wasn't really much like there was there wasn't much weight loss content like there was quite a bit of fitness content it was all like the shreds people. Yes. You remember that? Oh, yes. Man. Oh my God. We're um, old now. Yeah. It was all like the shreds, like 
just pictures of them with their supplements in their kitchen with their shirt off. And they're like, buy my fat burner. <laughs> uh, and so I was like, okay, I, I, I guess I'll start a page and like kind of show like, because it was after I had lost the weight, most of the weight when I started it. Um, and so I just thought of a name. I was like, I guess obese to beast sounds almost rhymy. It sounds kind of cool. You know, no one had it yet. Um, I was actually going to do obese to a beast, but that was taken. Oh, actually, obese who? to beast is taken. You're actually obese underscore to yeah, underscore that's beast. True. That's true. That's also annoying. Obese um, to a beast. Who has a that, and know. how can we get it? I know. <laughs> we will pay you big dollar for it. Like, a one dollar, a big one dollar, a bill. big dollar bill, yep. yes. please. Um, yeah. So I, I'm not even sure if that was taken, but I thought the underscores just because like if you, if there's no underscores, it just looks like a big yeah. weird word. So I put, that's why I put the underscores in there on um, on Instagram, and so then I like the reason I started the page was honestly like to like just share as much fitness stuff as I wanted without feeling bad about it really, um, but then it was like okay I like put up like transformation pictures like the first picture I put up was a transformation picture, and it was like the the caption was something along the lines of like I started this page to share my journey and then you know help others like just share my experience and hopefully that helps you you know um and then it kind of like it like not blew up but it was like wow like a lot of people were like before my instagram was a personal instagram it's like nobody that i didn't know followed me it Mm -hmm. was like a personal instagram right but then when i started this it was like people from all over the world were starting to follow me you know and i was like wow this is cool and it's not like it was huge it was like you know 700 followers but it was like people i didn't know that were like wow like what you've done is cool and that they live in like other countries and stuff. I was right. like, oh, that's cool. Um, and then, so I just, yeah, I kind of kept posting on there and eventually I met a friend of mine that made YouTube videos and he was like, man, you should make videos. You should make videos. And I wanted to, but I, I didn't know how to edit. I didn't know how to film. I, I didn't know anything. And he was like, I'll help you. And so he helped me make my first few videos. We're still really close friends. His name is Brian. Um, he helped me make my first few videos. And um, then that's like kind of how the YouTube page started and like pretty early on in my on my instagram page i was getting quest- a lot of questions about like loose skin um and this was before i had shared anything about it a lot of people were curious about that which is understandable right when you lose that much weight and so then i ended up like i made a couple posts on my instagram about it and it seemed like people were like really interested in it and it seemed like a lot uh, it just was like helping a lot of people and then so I, was, I made a video on my YouTube channel about loose skin, and that's the video that kind of changed my whole life because that video went, like, viral. Um, it was, like, everywhere. Like, literally, it was crazy. Um, and then that's – eventually I ended up going on Ellen because of that. And then, um, like, once that kind of took off, like, you know, the channel started growing crazy and uh, the YouTube – or the Instagram started growing like crazy – and then um, I was eventually able to, like, so I was working two jobs and making videos. I was working at Starbucks and um, 24 Hour Fitness. I left 24 Hour Fitness because I didn't like working there. <laughs> um, and then eventually I was able to leave Starbucks and then make this like my full time thing. So and it's, cool! It's been full time for like four years now, maybe or something like that. How do oh. we go full time in this thing? 
Well, <laughs> I, as soon as I give you a cut of the meme millions. Yeah, oh, the yeah, the meme millions. millions. <laughs> totally forgot about that. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to go gain 300 pounds. Ooh, <laughs> and then you go I'm going to go on the opposite journey. Yeah. <laughs> beast Watch to me. obese. Beast That's what I'm to obese. <laughs> it's going to be great. I'm just, I'm gonna, it's just going to be pizza <laughs> binges. Like, oh, good. I'm actually looking forward to it. Actually, just sounds like my weekends. <laughs> yeah, I know mine too these um, days. Okay, so for, but for people who haven't seen it, what what was this sort of like loose skin video yeah. and, and how is that translated into where you are today too now? So the loose skin video was me just like in front of a camera talking about how like a lot of people ask me the question. Um, a lot of people still ask you the question. Yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> um, and then so it was just me like taking my shirt off and my shorts off. I was like in my underwear uh, and just kind of like showing people what it looks like to lose a lot of weight. And in the video, I yeah, I just kind of explain like – you know, like when you lose weight, it's funny because it's been so long now that like some of the stuff that I even said then, I'm like, now I know a little bit better, yeah. you know, but like I, I was like, you know, you think you're going to lose all this weight and like have a perfect body, but then like the reality is you're going to have loose skin. Um, and it's more just, it was more just showing people like, Hey, like even if you like the weight, the, the weight that I lost is my life is so much significantly better losing the weight and having loose skin than having not lost the weight. Cause right. I'll, I'll get like people like that will message me. I, and uh, honestly, this is one of the messages that I'm like, I don't believe you. <laughs> uh, because they're like, I like really want to lose weight, but I'm like afraid to lose weight because I'll have loose skin. And I'm like, you're not afraid to lose weight. You're just, yeah. I just, I think you're just being lazy. You right. know what I mean? Cause like being like, if you're at a point where you're very, very overweight to where loose skin is in your, even a thought in your head, like you would benefit so much from having that loose skin, <laughs> right, you know right, what I mean? Right, like, right. and so it was just like to kind of it. Was, honestly, most of it was just to show people what my body looked like, right? You know, after having lost that much weight. Well, I think it's it's so important that your entire sort of platform is just being real, yeah, exactly. just being real about all the things mm -hmm. because everybody thinks it is one way or another, or they feel some kind of way about this journey. But like here, it is like mm -hmm. it's. It's on video, it's on paper, it's like we're talking about it. So if you have questions, we can just be real. Mm -hmm. Like, want to see my skin? Yeah. This is what it's like. Because mm -hmm. I think sometimes, I don't know, people just are misinformed and they, they make their own sort of assumptions in their head and, and they, don't, they don't have the opportunity to have someone just be real with them. Mm -hmm. So yeah. why, don't, why don't you do loose skin surgery if that's a question you get a lot? Yeah, that is a question I get a lot. Um, honestly, like... Because it just doesn't really bother me. Mm -hmm. Like, I, th so there are people that have a lot. So I would say that the amount of loose skin that I have for the amount of weight that I lost is actually not crazy bad. Um, but it doesn't really cause me any pain. So, like, there are some people that have so much loose skin that it's like pulling on things and like their neck hurts and mm. back hurts because of the amount of loose skin they have. But for me, it's like if I'm wearing clothes, you can't really notice it. Um, so that's part of it, I think, too. Um, but honestly, yeah, for me, it's just like the surgery is no joke. Like a lot of people, they'll message me and they're almost like mad at me cause I haven't gotten the surgery. And I'm like, it's not like it's like snip, snip. Okay. You're good to go. No, no, no. It's like legitimately a really, really intense surgery. And I actually have quite a few friends of mine that have gotten it that it's just, the, it's been quite a struggle for them. It's like a traumatic procedure. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, I mean, it's cutting off part of your body, you know? And, 
Um, you know, there are tons of people that have gotten it. They're very happy with it. And, like, that's good for them. Uh, but, like, for me, it's just the risk to reward is, for me, at least right now in my life, it's not worth it. Like, who knows? Maybe when I'm 40 years old and I'm like, you know what? Like, it's time to, to get rid of this stuff. Like, maybe. But, like, right now, it's just the amount of, like, recovery time, just how painful it is, yeah. the amount of complications there can be. Um I'm just not interested. I, I love the way you went to like, you know, when I'm really old. Huh. <laughs> like and it was 40. Al- it was almost 10 years younger than I am now. <laughs> so thanks for that. Someday when I'm old yeah. and crusty and, and would, 40. Would you have the surgery if the plastic surgeons could fix your shitty ankle mobility? <laughs> yeah, then I would. If yeah. it's a two for one well, deal. If, if they could do yes. that, yeah. I would be like, you could add more loose skin if you want. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you could fix my ankles. <laughs> I always say that. Like, if I ever need surgery for something ever, I'm just going to go and be like, while you're in there, could you just maybe, like, take the edge of my nose down a little <laughs> yeah, bit? Just, like, just a little, just yeah, a little bit, just the bevel. Know? It's fine. Totally yeah, every, fine. Everybody has things they don't like about themselves. Yeah. True. Everybody. Yeah, just, but ain't nobody walking around asking me why I haven't just had a nose job already. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's I almost find it strange yeah, that people are like, It's funny that you say that, and that's exactly how I feel about yeah. it. So, like, I... I get that a lot of people are tr- like because in in our head like I think I think a big part of it is because so these shows that where people lose a lot of weight like Extreme Makeover remember mm-hmm. that show um, or like even like The Biggest Loser a lot of times um, like at the end of the journey they get the loose skin surgery and then they show their body off you know what I mean like that's kind right. of the thing so it's like a lot of people almost I think they see my journey and they're like you haven't ended yet like, you oh, need to finish it yeah and like for me I'm like nah dog. I'm, all, I'm, I'm trying to It's going to be a no from me. Yeah. I'm trying to get I'm trying to get whoa. jacked. I'm going to fill in this loose skin with jackness. <clears throat> it is interesting. You how are already like halfway there. Yes. <laughs> I was like amazed that you could even fit in the bathtubs here at the Four Seasons because you're so buff. Yes, buff. Unbelievable. I, I get amazed though how people are so direct about what others should do with their life or their bodies. Like I, Oh, that's I, the internet. Well, not yeah. even the internet. Like... As a uh, as a uh, follically challenged human, <laughs> I constantly have people like mm-hmm. baldness is the one thing you can make fun of people still, and it's not socially unacceptable, mm-hmm. you know. And people act like, oh, I just you know I have a full head of hair and I shave it. No, I've got the you know Jean Luc Picard ring, yeah. you know, like yeah. the male pattern baldness. It's gone. It's never coming back. I could grow a skullet if I wanted to. <laughs> Um, but you know, otherwise I'm, <laughs> that would be sweet. I know I've we you know, decided that we, you should do it and then we're going to dread it. I could look like Armin's dad. <laughs> it would be awesome. Just show up at, show up at sanctionals and just pretend we're related. Um, but yeah, it's like, but people will constantly comment on it. Oh, like yeah. it's like, it just, you know, uh, an easy thing to do. And so it is, it's always weird to me when people go, Oh, you need a nose job or you're bald or you need mm-hmm. to get rid of the skin. Like it's any of their business. Like mm-hmm. if you're know, comfortable in your own body, whatever that may be, then that should be a cool thing for others. Yeah. And, it's weird to me how many people say it. Like you don't know. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah. the amount of comments that I see on online about how big my nose is. I'm like, I know I have a big nose, but it's like, it's like they expect me to be like, Oh, what? what? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, you, yeah. I've never heard that. Part, what? Yeah. I suddenly see myself in a side view in a mirror and mm-hmm. you're, you're right. Yeah. Oh my God. Like, no, I mean, it makes me nervous though. Cause like my youngest daughter, you know, my nose is not tiny. And, uh, my young, we were watching a movie the other night and some girl like turned to the profile and Megan like leans over to me and she goes, I wish I had that nose. Oh, 
And I'm like, baby, you're beautiful. You're, you know, she's 16 years old and she does her nose is smaller than mine. So she, you know, I'm like, shut up, bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, seriously. (laughs) uh, I didn't say that. I thought, I thought it though, (laughs) but, but it did make me sad that there's these, you know, beauty standards on people or, or that people comment enough that make you think, oh, I should make this change in my life, you know? I mean, I booked her a you know plastic surgeon. No, of course, of course. <laughs> I mean, she's sixteen. You know, maybe come she on. could just take care of that before it becomes a problem. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I know. We'll get this fixed now, baby. We'll get you a nose job and a boob job. You'd be and great. For the Most record, popular in high school. That's not to say that people who do do those elective surgeries are wrong either. Like you're allowed to do whatever the yeah, hell you yeah, want yeah, with 100%. your own body. I just think it's weird when people are like, "It's the commenting you know, that nose dough," and I'm like, yeah. e- 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 "Yes, I I have a large nose. That that is a thing." And I think period. P- part of why I really don't mind it and like i not that i enjoy it or anything like that but i think it is cool that i'm able to speak for those people because there are hundreds maybe even thousands of people out there that have a lot of loose skin that they they can't get the surgery no matter because it is it is most of the time it's not going to be covered by medical so you oh, have to pay for it and it's damn thousands like thirty thousand yeah. dollars right mm-hmm. if i wanted to get all this like get Everything removed, like it'd be like thirty thousand, because I'd have to do my my chest, my legs, my butt, my lower back, my stomach. You know what I mean? Like it would be a lot, and it's like probably not going to be able to. And that's another thing is like I probably wouldn't be able to do it all at once, because that would be oh my gosh. No, you would be laid up in bed, like yeah, it'd be crazy. So then it's like I'd have to do surgery, recover, go to surgery. It's just like I'm just not interested in that. But there are so many people that do want the surgery that can't afford it, mm-hmm. that don't have the option. And it's like, I want people to know that if you have low skin, it doesn't make you any less than mm-hmm. anyone, you know? And like, I, I get questions like people like, why do you like walk around with your shirt off or post pictures with your shirt off or like go to the beach with your shirt off? Like, and I'm like, cause I want people to know, like if someone sees my loose skin, like I, obviously some people are like, that's weird, which is understandable. Cause it is. <laughs> um, but like, they're gonna most of the time they're gonna be like, oh, that's because he lost a lot of weight. Yeah. Like it's a pretty obvious thing, you right. know. So it's like it's which makes it not weird. Exactly. Yeah. Like, and so I just want people to feel like comfortable. Like I was in Hawaii with Ramwad. They do the Ultimate Hawaiian Trail Run, and like you're in Hawaii, it's beautiful, it's hot. So I had my shirt off a lot, like walking around. We did workouts with my shirt off, mm-hmm. and no one had anything to say. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like no one, like if anything, they would be like oh good work like how much weight have you lost you know and i just want like again i understand that that's a big jump i'm not saying everyone needs to walk around with their shirt off (laughs) thank god i wasn't Uh i just don't want to do it (laughs) thank you should i put my shirt back on yes okay damn it damn it i thought that's where we were going with this um but like if if you do want to take your shirt off like you shouldn't let that hold you back you know and 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 especially for those people that have no option and like loose skin is their life and they, they can't there's nothing they can do to change that like you're not less of a person because you have it you know if i were you i'd just start telling people i was a huge baby yeah like when, <laughs> yeah, I, was, yeah, when yeah. I was born i was like you know 50 Giant. pounds and yeah. then i lost all the weight so now i've got yeah, loose skin yeah, yeah exactly yeah it's great it was cool to hear you um tell a part of your journey explain a part of your journey here at yeah. the at the under armor human performance summit we had a dinner last night where um 
John was able to sort of explain how using the MyFitnessPal app helped him figure out, you know, exactly how to do meals in a different way. And mm-hmm. I just think it's really cool that the folks here have invited you to, to share your yeah. story, not only because, I mean, you're an incredible athlete, too, if anyone doesn't know already, like you're super <laughs> swollen jacked. And it's been really a pain in my ass working out next to you these <laughs> yes. last few days. Great. I was like... On par with John during a, a burpee snatch workout. And I was like, all right. It was like a four-minute air wrap and then a two-minute break, another four-minute air wrap. And I was like, I'm staying with him. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. And then the second half, he just like fucking took off. And I was like, what the hell, man? And then afterwards, he was like, yeah, I was just going so slow during that first part. And I was like, come on. Not fair. Totally not fair. That's, but, what, um, that's why I always give myself an age handicap. I figure whatever score he has, I add like two rounds. If I were 27, <laughs> I would have done totally, that. Totally. Know. But I just think it's cool that you're here. You're here on so many levels mm-hmm. uh, at the summit this this week. You know, obviously, you have a lot of uh, followers and people who are keeping up with your story on Instagram and on YouTube. Um, but also, you know, you've been able to combine becoming an athlete with the nutrition knowledge and the background and giving them data that they can work with to then, you know, make better programs and better mm-hmm. apps and things like that. And was it cool for you being in front of them last night? Were you a little nervous? Yeah. So that was very last minute too. Like, uh, I mean, they told me a few days like before I got here, but they were like, you know, just like, you're going to tell your story a little bit. And I was like, okay, like I didn't, I didn't like really practice anything because I mean I I talk about my story quite a bit, yeah. right? so it's like it's not like I I don't know what I would say, yeah. um, but it was yeah it was it was really interesting. So I met with like I think it was the head of marketing guy that was like talking before me, um, super nice guy, and yeah I was able to just kind of tell tell my story to you know all these people, um, and yeah I mean it's a I'm not like obviously I make YouTube videos and stuff like that for a living. I talk in front of a camera, so I don't really have a problem with like talking. But it's like being in front of people. Like mm-hmm. you, I think anyone gets a little nervous. Absolutely. I think I get as nervous as anyone would. Like unless you're just someone that loves talking in front of people and is like always doing that. Yeah. Um, but like as far God, as someone, who does that? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Ex- Lame. Yeah, like, but like if you're someone that doesn't do it often, I would say I'm I'm probably less nervous than that. Okay. You know. Um, but yeah, I was like, I was a little nervous, and then I I did the little talk, and it was only it was a couple minutes, but it was cool that like for me, it's just. I, it blows my mind that I have these opportunities. Like, mm-hmm. because for me, in my life, like, growing up, I was, like, nothing special. Like, I, you know, I was in, like, special ed growing up, and I, like, my family doesn't have much money at all. Like, that's a whole other thing. But, so, my life was headed in such a different place before all this stuff happened, you know? And so... I always like to look back and like when I'm especially like when like we have these like hotel rooms when I'm like alone in the hotel room like look back on the day and like reflect on this life that I have and it's like this doesn't make any sense. Yeah, what <laughs> like, are it, we doing? It here? doesn't make any sense, and it's I'm so unbelievably grateful for it, and like the fact that they want are like comfortable with me sharing my st- story and them like you know backing it to some extent you know it's not like i'm like telling it on under armor's homepage or anything right, like right, that right. but you know like it means a lot to me and it's cool like and that i appreciate that with them they're not trying to take any credit like they said if you want to talk about the app you can and like how it helped you and genuinely it did for a long like i don't track anymore i haven't tracked in three years and i'm very honest about that right but for me 
the tools that I learned while I did track, because I tracked for like a year and a half and learned about nutrition, like has been unbelievable. It's been such a game changer for me. Mm -hmm. I have no problem saying that because I was never, I've never been paid by any of these companies. You know what I mean? Like this is the most that's ever happened, right? Them, and it's quite a bit, right? Them flying us out here and paying for the hotel and giving us all this stuff. Like it's awesome, but it's like, all the stuff that I've said, I would have said before this. Anyways. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and so, all the stuff they gave us, I think they want like honest reviews. Yeah, on. that's absolutely. why we're here. That's yeah. you know because we're 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 folks in media and and you guys are folks in influence in the space and and they want to know from mm -hmm. athletes, from people who who care and who have a voice. So mm -hmm. we did get to work out in the new range. Yeah. Yeah, we'll give a we'll give a review on the color of these things soon. Believe me, <laughs> I love it. You could be you can be seen a hundred miles away. They're like uh, what do we call it? Electric salmon? Uh, that, yeah, electric salmon. Oh, that's that's what we decided. That's a good to call name. It. Yeah, yeah. I don't know yeah it's not. It's legit. definitely not red. It's definitely not pink oh. or peach. It's, it's like it's a, a weird color. But yeah, just, well, we're actually we're kind of bumping up on our time here, but. Uh, you know, I, first of all, thanks for coming on, John. Yeah, it's John, super, super me. fun. You know, John fun. and I have been kind of Instagram friends for a while now because he likes to come on and troll my page. And <laughs> yeah, he it's likes awesome. To, he likes to leave comments to prove he's funnier than me, and then see how many <laughs> how many likes he gets. I mean, he actually he's up yeah. there. He I had, don't know. He had one yesterday. He got like three hundred likes on it. Was good. It was, oh damn! Yeah, it was it's a, one of my favorite things to try and leave a funny comment, and then I'm like, I wonder if people are gonna like this one. <laughs> he did. He did real well. So we've been Instagram friends for a while, but it was exciting when we found out we were both going to be here. Yep. So, so it was, cool. A lot of fun. But for everyone listening, uh, go check out the YouTube channel, also called Obese to Beast. Mm -hmm. and, the, and follow him on Instagram as well. He's got to stay ahead of me for now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah probably not for very long. Yeah, yeah I don't know about that. You're so fast. And then uh, also, if you guys want to listen to another podcast, I have a podcast with my brother. Yeah. It's called Work for Change. Yeah, it had me I, on. I really like, yeah, we, we had. I was their best guest, that's what they told me. Best wow. guest ever. True. Yep. That's because Ammon had me on. Yeah, yeah true. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's a great. It is actually it's a great podcast. They have really sick shirts too, which we got. We have to make merch because their merch is awesome. Okay, so it's a merch race now. Yes, okay. merch, merch wars. Every, merch race. Everything's a competition in CrossFit. Got it. Got yeah. It. So check out the podcast. Check out the YouTube channels. Check out the Instagram page. Do you do? Do you do Twitter? Do you have? A, I do. do you, the twits. I do. It's the same name as everything else. Yeah. So get him on all the social channels. You will yeah. not be disappointed and. And keep doing the great work you're doing, man, yeah, because, man. you know, I think that's we, we talked about that a lot over the last couple of days. But I think what's impressive about what you do over a lot is you are actually making real change in people's lives. And that's um, I think it's super important to all of us. And I think in our community, because it is such a tight knit community and we have a lot of people coming in that, um, you know, struggle with weight loss or just a bad relationship with food. I think it's important to have voices in that space to. Mm to talk about sorry to get serious but occasionally i have to but uh wow i know right Downer. profound i'm profound af Amazing. anyway <laughs> anyway so anyway the, yeah <laughs> so thanks for coming on everyone thank you for listening uh we appreciate you spending some time with us and we will talk to you all soon